0: This is the Iowa State Athletics Sidecast. The Sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Visit any Van Wall location today to test drive the full lineup of John Deere Compact Utility Tractors, which have the power and versatility to conquer anything this season. I'm John Walters. Today's Sidecast is a visit with Eric Heft and Ben Bruns as we preview Saturday's game with Texas Tech. And our Sidecast is presented by Authentic Brand, more than just your source for official Cyclone gear. With an amazing team of designers, Authentic Brand can custom manufacture polo shirts, jackets, caps, bags, and beyond for your team or small business. Check them out online at Authentic-Brand.com. Look authentic, feel authentic, be authentic. Guys, Iowa State gets a great win against Oklahoma, and before we get into the Texas Tech game, let's just touch on that. I mean, big picture, four consecutive years of really competing with Oklahoma and that didn't used to happen. And I think it's a measuring stick of
1: how far this program has come. You know, in a lot of previous years uh, or decades, if you will, you might have a great game against Oklahoma or Texas or someone, but it was more of a one-off. You know, you might have one or two decent games, but for the most part, hard to compete. Uh, but Iowa State's gone tooth and nail with them four years in a row, One, two, easily could have won, you know, three of the four just speaks volumes for how far this program ha- has come and is continuing to go.
2: You know, I think when the t- two teams trot out on the field, uh, there used to be such a discrepancy in terms of what you saw, just, just the, the eye test between uh, Oklahoma and Iowa State. And, you know, that gap closed dramatically. And it, it's still, you know, Oklahoma's still a good-looking football team. But, uh, you know, Iowa State, and we talk all the time about this D-line, and what they can do you know OU has a phenomenal offensive line and it showed early in the game but as the game wore on really as as the first quarter uh got to about the midpoint you know Iowa State's defense settled in and played great football against uh, a really talented offensive unit for OU and you know to, to get to the halftime score where it was uh shows you how good Iowa State's defense is and then um you know, to finish that game with the strength and, you know, just close it out when
1: when you need to is is phenomenal. I have a question for Ben, the former terrific offensive lineman. People always say that offensive line is going to wear the defense down. But if you're playing the same five guys the entire time and Iowa State's playing yeah. uh, a host of guys in and out. I mean, is that, is the reverse almost true in that situation? Well, I can tell you, you know, I, I go back uh, in the, in the way back
2: column to a game that we all wish we could forget, which is the Texas A&M game in 2000. Pete Hayner, you know, had gone from being the offensive coordinator at Iowa state to, to be a uh, coach on as part of the staff at, at A&M. And, you know, it was like they were in the huddle with us. I mean, the scouting report was awesome, but, but A&M had was three deep in the D line all the way across and, you and so they just kept rolling another guy in. It was a warm day, and I remember thinking, oh, thank God, a new a new uh, nose guard in the game, he won't be as good as the last guy, and he was every bit as good as the last guy, and he was fresh, you know, and then the third-team guy comes in, and you're like, "What? what is going on here, right? Like, these guys can play, and so I think there's a lot of truth in that, Eric. You know, in today's day and age, if you're deep in the D-line, you've got a huge advantage.
0: Ben, you mentioned something about Uh, John Haycock's D settling in to that game. And I I think that's something we've seen through the years with coach Haycock's defense, that he won't necessarily bring the entire package early in the game. He will kind of look and see, okay, what are they trying to do? And then he's so good at making adjustments off of that and finding a counterattack. I, I think that's something that is amazing. And, you know, I I think what a great example of it was the Liberty bowl against Memphis, where, you know, we didn't send a lot of pressure early in that game, but by the end of the game, we were blitzing on practically every down, and they they just could not combat it. And I think as we saw the pressure pick up last week, it reminded me a little bit of that. But he's so good at game in-game adjustments.
2: Yeah, and I think the package that Iowa State has been able to develop is even more evolved than it was back then. You know, a lot of uh, what what we saw from Iowa State, and really from Oklahoma too, um, on Saturday. Or what you call a zone dog, where uh, you know you you bring a linebacker, but you actually drop a D lineman into, into coverage, uh, or to spy, and so you're still only bringing four, but they're coming from different angles than the offensive line would expect, and they've got, you know, um, it's just constantly keeping your protection off balance because. Um, your 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 count s- accounts for the the down four, and then all of a sudden somebody drops out. And Jaquan Bailey made a ton of plays uh, in the mid part of the game, where he's basically just scraping across the front, uh, spying on the quarterback, and, or running back out of the backfield. And uh, and he was able to make plays both in the run game and and in the passing game. Uh, OU did the same thing, so I think you're starting to see a lot of evolution in terms of how defenses are combating these
1: you know, spread offenses. Yeah, and we saw Will McDonald do the same thing as Jaquan at times. Right. They used yep. to utilize his athletic ability to play, you know, not just as a path. The talent gap has closed, but i tell you what, one thing that is definitely closed. And I'd say is almost equal right now is the confidence gap there isn't one, you know, and right. I think that that's a huge first step.
2: Yeah, no doubt about it. Iowa States, uh, you know, knows they can win these games and, and, you know, what we saw from Matt on uh Saturday night was uh, you know, I I think there are moments uh in, in all of our lives as former players that we sort of wish we were in it. And I felt like that was one of those deals for for him. His energy level was uh next level and you know, I think that's infectious to uh to the kids.
0: Let's take a look at situations where Iowa State beats a top twenty five team and how do they do the next week Matt Campbell four and one in one of those situations within a season and we saw him right after the game when ABC interviewed him on the field say you know too many penalties and there's some things I didn't like about this game and I, I think he does a great job of getting the guys grounded and realizing hey it, he, he never looks at the season as just one game you know it's always a big picture thing with him and, and a quest to get better and I think he feels like this team has a lot of impro- room
1: for improvement and is going to demand that this week. Well, I think no question. I think that is a strength too, because, you know, I've talked to, talked to Matt after every game and, and he said that going back for year one, it's like, you get, have a great win. You know, I, how do you get them ready to go? And he said, that's our job. And he says, and, and I want it to become the player's job as you have that player driven leadership. And I think that's what he feels right now. It's what he told me after the game Saturday was when you have players that totally get it, your leader's, they really take care of that motivation you have to have to make sure that you don't trip and stumble uh, getting ready for the next week. It's one of those
2: things that, you know, this Texas Tech team, as we sort of transition to that topic, are, are uh, trying to find themselves now too, right? And you don't want to let them have that opportunity, right? You, you got to just stomp on them and and, and uh, stay on them. And I think th- this Iowa State team knows that, you know they 've already had one disappointment this year they they 've tasted that and they, and they hate that right and so you you can be motivated and focused around that uh, for the rest of the season and and when it 's real like it was in in week one for everybody you know you, you it 's fresh right and and so you know you don 't want to be in that situation where where that 's the, the circumstance but The lesson uh, is is a great one to take into a week like this to say, hey, listen, you know, if we think we can relax for a second, we can't because we can you know, these guys can come in here and 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 beat us. And we want to prove a point. We want to prove a point to everybody that uh, we're we're an elite team that's going to win this conference.
0: So you guys mentioned the ability of Jaquan Bailey and Will McDonald to drop back into coverage almost as an extra linebacker. And one thing we've seen with Texas Tech, their quarterbacks get the ball out very quickly. They have 153 pass attempts this year. They've only had one sack allowed. But they, they get the, the ball out so quickly, you can't get there. So a lot of teams are jumping up and, and trying to get a hand on a pass. And I think passes broken up is a big stat this week. And, and they've thrown five interceptions. Probably some of those were deflected balls. I, I think that's a big deal this week is we, we don't have to worry so much about sacks, but you can still create – havoc for a
1: quarterback with that defensive line with those linebackers. When we talk about Texas Tech, you know, we think about in the back of our mind, you know, Mike Leach, Cliff Kingsbury, and those guys, and the way they throw the football, the short passing game is actually was actually their running game. I think one of the big differences now is they can run the football, and they've been very effective with play action, which really wasn't a part of what they did before, uh, but you have to respect it because they've got backs that are really good. They're, they're blocking it really well. I think that slows it down a little bit too. But yet to have only one sack with that number of pass attempts is really crazy. And it was only for a one-yard loss at that. Absolutely deflecting balls would be great. But I think you have to be really smart in your coverage. And we're going to see a lot of eight eight guys back in coverage. And can you, can you limit those short passes into short gains or incompletions is going to be one of the big keys.
2: And, and, you know, you this is a game where you're not getting sacks on first and second down because there's deep drops and, and that kind of thing. You're going to get sacks on on third down in this game. And I think Iowa State will sack the quarterback in this game. I, I, I'm convinced of that because I think Iowa State's going to be really good on first down. And, and once you're in that situation, now you have no choice, right? The routes have to take a little bit longer to develop when you're behind the chains in, in terms of what you're trying to do. But, you know, I, I think another place where we may see this, this all play out is what does Coach Eacock elect to do in terms of bringing different pressure from different areas? You know, corner blitz is something you don't use a lot, but it gets to the quarterback in a big time hurry. And if you've got a lot of lateral passing game that's quick, uh, you bring a corner off an edge and all of a sudden you are going to get pressure. You are going to uh, potentially make a big play especially when you've got guys who are athletic enough to cover the flats when you when you do something like that.
0: Today's sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are proud to support Iowa's farmers in the field and Iowa State Athletics on the field. Another big thing too in this game is tackling well because, you know, Texas Tech will break some big plays occasionally, and a lot of times they do it off a five-yard pass that just turns into a a 40, 50-yard play because they break a tackle. So Iowa State's a good tackling team. I think they have to tackle well this week.
1: Coach Haycock always says you got to have, you got to run to the ball. You have to run to the ball, and I think that's going to be really big in this game. It is every game, but they have some talented guys on the edge, you know, on their backs if they catch it out flat they out of the backfield. I mean, they can make a guy miss. You've got to have guys run into the football. It's something Iowa State's been good at. They'll have to be really good Saturday.
0: Let's take a look at our uh, offense, which, guys, is really evolving into a balanced offense. And we saw Iowa State lead the Big 12 in passing yardage a year ago. And uh, I don't think that's going to be the case this year. And it's not a knock on Brock Purdy or anything uh, or the receivers. But Iowa State's having more success running the football. And you got to believe sooner or later, teams are going to say, hey, we got to stick that eighth hat in the box to to take away Brees Hall. And that's where Brock, as we saw the throw to Xavier Hutchinson, he, he's going to flourish when he gets those opportunities with a receiver one-on-one.
2: Yeah, hook a line and sinker, baby. I mean, you know, that that one, uh, the play fake just, just sucked the safety up in and you got single coverage out there on, on a slant route it's off to the races if you can connect it. And, you know, I I think that that makes it fun to be quarterback, right? I mean, you know, you think about a lot of the conversation coming into this game at the national level last week was that Brock Purdy has to do more than any other quarterback in the country to try and fit balls in places and, and, you know, accomplish things. What we saw in the game was that that's not true. And that's not true because um, Brees Hall in the running game are opening things up, and and you know, just like again, I'm up here in Packerland, right? So Green Bay uh, has has all kinds of concerns about what uh, what they're doing at wide receiver with alan Lazard and and uh, others out, and and they come out and uh, you know run the football like crazy, and Aaron Rodgers has a ton, ton of play action pass, right? there's nothing you love more as a quarterback than the opportunity to have a great running game where you get to throw play action more than you have to throw a drop back. And, or, 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 you know, in the scenario that Iowa state typically runs out of you're you're taking that shotgun snap and surveying the field and trying to make a throw into coverage, you know, with that real run game and, and this offensive line and Bruce Hall have been really, really good. And the work that uh, Daryl Simmons has done, you know, it's it's one thing to run the football when your opponent uh is worried about the pass. It's another thing to run the football when your opponent knows you're going to run it and you're closing games out. Two weeks in a row, Iowa State has run it down their opponent's throat at the end of the game to get first downs and score touchdowns.
1: Yeah, that's huge, you know, and I think that, you know, one of the things that as Brock is evolving his numbers may not be as good as they were a year ago, but he's playing really good football right now. And I think, you know, as, as John mentioned, they put that extra met guy in the box or try to disguise it. That's where they've given Brock a little more opportunity to, to run the RPOs. The touchdown pass to Hutchinson was an RPO. And, and I think they're trusting him more to make decisions as he's evolved. And I think you're exactly right. You get that run game going. And, man, I think Brock, uh, as smart as he is, as well as he sees the field, I think he could have a field day. This Texas Tech defense, they've started in three games, they've started five different guys at corner. They gave up 572 yards passing. They're really searching right now to be better at the back end of that defense. And I think that's an area where Iowa State can take advantage because – Brock's ability to to make the right decision and getting more and more in tune with his receivers this year. I think it really bodes well.
0: Gear up for your next Cyclone game with Authentic Brand, a great Iowa company headquartered less than an hour from Ames in Perry, Iowa, making Cyclone apparel for men, women, and kids. It's the apparel I wear on game day. Find it at local retailers or order online at authentic-brand.com. Authentic Brand. Look authentic, feel authentic, be authentic. Guys, I want to ask you both about Brees Hall because you've seen the great running backs that have come through Iowa State through the years and and probably unfair at this stage of his career to rank him with those guys. But, uh, you know, 16 touchdowns in his last 11 games. When I watch him play, I'm thinking, okay, what's his weakness? You know, because He's got he's got that Darren Davis spin. He's got Troy's vision and balance. He's got Ennis's power. He picks up blitzes. He's got great hands out of the backfield. It's like, man, this guy does everything well. And when it's all said and done, maybe he will go down uh, in the, at the top of that conversation. But it sure is fun watching him play. I'll just put it that
1: way. He's got a chance. <laughs> Certainly, he's already up in the conversation right now. He's got a chance to be near the top of the list or right at it uh, going forward. I think one of the things you mentioned, you mentioned his ability to pick up the blitz. He recognizes, he sees where it's coming from and he delivers a blow. I think the hardest hits that have involved Brees Hall so far this year have been his blocks on blitzes he stepped up and really, <laughs> and really nailed the guy. Yeah. And the other thing about him that I think is terrific. And we've talked about this a lot is he's such a glider and he, just covers ground, and I think people underestimate his speed because, man, he can really move it. Uh, but it doesn't look like he he's running that fast, but he is. Well, you know, you
2: you you mentioned the blocking, and all three of the backs that you mentioned before that were really, really good, and in fact, devastating in in uh, pass protection. Both both Troy and and Darren broke uh, jaws of linebackers of their teammates in uh, practice situations. And, you know, uh, when you can do that now, all of a sudden you can play every single down all the time and be counted upon and, 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 he catches it so well. But I think the thing that really separates Brees from everybody else, and you know, it's, he's, he's, he's getting a lot of, uh, miles on his tires as a young guy, but he's performing at an extraordinary level as a young guy. But the difference, uh, between everybody you just talked about and Brees is his speed and, and Eric hit it. You know, he just, he just, uh, runs away from people and Ennis had that top end speed that uh, certainly the Davis brothers uh, didn't and imagine only if they if they had but you know you you put uh, Brees in even a, a category where no one literally no one will catch him uh, on the field when uh, when he's got an open field run including uh, some of the fastest corner corners and safeties in uh, the big 12 and that is a real threat uh, that everybody has to worry about a hundred percent of the time
0: that run he had on third and eight from the 11 yard line, uh, or third and six from the 11 yard line, right. the eight yard run where three Oklahoma defenders were right there when he got the ball. And he just outran all three of them to the edge, uh, and got the first down and got it to first and goal that showed you how fast he is. And, 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 and he, he is deceptively it, fast. You just look at I me. Mean, Cause Eric said it, he glides, you know, he, he, Lighters never look like they're running fast, but he's running fast, <laughs> and
2: he makes—you know—he made the decision as soon as he as soon as he got it about what to do, right? I mean, that's the other piece. So greatness requires that, that you make great decisions uh, and and you know have that instinct, and I think that's where Brees separates himself from from others is that he has the instinct to do what needs done, uh, no matter what the situation is. If it means he has to tempo into a hole. Uh, like he did against TCU on the 75-yard touchdown run, he did. If it means he's got to go right now because uh, something happened in the, in the front and we didn't get it picked up and he's got to just make a play, he does. That, that, that's
0: big time. On football Saturdays, our John Deere run of the game is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Nothing runs like a deer, especially when it's supported by Van Wall Equipment, the Cyclone's John Deere dealer of choice. You guys, want to wrap it up with this um, big opportunity. This week, you know, I mean, these the, the way the season's set up, there's the big 12 season is play three, get a buy, play three, get a buy, play three. And to get out of this first pod, if you will, at three and oh, uh, with wins over TCU, Oklahoma and Texas Tech would be huge as you look at the big picture of trying to get to Dallas. And so you know, this is this is a big, big opportunity for Iowa State on
1: Saturday. Yeah, if you want to keep the momentum going, I mean, it's, it, it's obviously a super important game like every game. You know, I guess my my biggest fear coming into this game is I look at Tech and they're they're trying to find themselves. But they had Texas beat. If they just recover an onside kick, you know, that Texas kicked, you know, they win that game. Uh, they led K-State in the fourth quarter on the road uh, who had just beaten Oklahoma. It's a team that is really showing signs, and I, I think uh, Coach Wells is a, a really good coach. He's brought along with the staff with him. I think they're in maybe not the exact same situation, but they're maybe a, a bit of a similar situation to Matt when he first got here at Iowa State. I, I think that's the thing. It's a, it's a winnable game for sure, and you think, well, you should win. their 0 and 2 in the league, but you look at look at their two losses, and you think, man this is a team that you better be ready for because they're looking at this as a big must win game.
2: Yeah. And I I think the injuries and sort of those trying to find themselves at quarterback is one of the things that, uh, you know, is, is a limiting factor for tech in this, in this deal. And, you know, as they, as they go forward, you know, how does that, how does that position play for them, you know, is a big deal in this game. But I think at, at the end of the day, this comes down to who wants it more in the second half of the ball game. And, you know Iowa State has demonstrated the past couple of weeks that they want it more than their opponent uh, in in the second half of the football game, and you you can never relent on that if you want to uh, walk away with a win. You know we talk a lot about parity in college football, and it's really true. And so, what's the motivation and desire of of that Iowa State ball club in the uh, you know third and fourth quarter? I, I think uh, I think Cyclones win, and, and because they just
0: they just care more. Guys, uh, awesome uh, to to get your analysis, and we will see you on Saturday. See you it's, there.
2: Yep, good stuff. Love it. Can't uh, you, you can't you can't get enough of uh, uh, wins over OU uh, like it like it was another game. You know that that's a that's a big big deal, and uh, you know to be in this position that uh, just shows what what Matt's done with this program and, and what these kids are doing.
0: Today's SciCast was brought to you by VanWall Equipment. Stop by one of their locations and learn why VanWall
1: Equipment and John Deere are Iowa's clear first choice. Thanks for listening.